All right, so now that we're <laughs> back and I think I have the right mic set this week, so I'm not gonna sound like I'm sitting in a dungeon somewhere. <laughs> and Ryan's not here to cough in the background the whole time. That was, when I was editing last week, part of it was uh, <laughs> really hilarious because there were points where he was coughing and I could take it out. Yeah. So I could edit it out because he just happened to cough in between you saying something and me saying something. But there were so many points in it where he's just back there coughing while we're both saying something really important and pertinent to the conversation. And I'm like, I can't edit it out. It's just going to be in there. So <laughs> I gave him shit the other day because he gets the um, he gets the Delta eight cartridges that he sells at work now because they're not yeah. illegal and the company yeah. that he gets them from because they're selling so freaking well they sent him some delta eight wax ah. and so he's got a rig that you can dab in so he's that's what he was doing last week he was sitting back there fucking dabbing delta eight wax and coughing during our, during our entire podcast you know what just, can't blame the man <laughs> so i told him i was like first of all you're not allowed to be here anymore when we're recording and second of all like dude cool it with the dabs man <laughs> like they're killing you they're killing you but all of the good things always kill you though so i mean i guess i i mean i've tried those and they just they hurt I don't like it. You know, the first time I ever did dab, I got as high as I first did when I was like 14 years old. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. This is great. But, and then after that, it was never the same, man. And then also you look like a damn crackhead pulling out all that glass and blowtorch. Right? <laughs> the first time I did what I was like, this just feels wrong. Like it does. I just, I really feel like a drug addict. But I, you know, and no, no hate on anybody that does dabs. More power to you. It's yeah. just for me. Right. I'm like, this just feels a certain way, and I, I, I can't get down with it. Well, and I have kids, and so you pull out all that paraphernalia, and you're like, I have to hide. You know what I mean? It's not like <laughs> it's not like a joint that I could be like, right. you know, fifty feet away from them while they're playing in the yard, and they have, yeah. you know, it, whatever. And I'm right. unassuming. Yeah. You know, if they're, if, I don't know all of that it's just it's suspicious yeah i mean they okay. they make little devices now that look like vapes and i guess that's better than the yeah, whole like blowtorch and everything but to me it's just like <coughs> i guess don't don't take something so natural and and you know change it just keep it yeah. natural well i i have but... one of those little handy things I, it's my brand it's a magneto that I have. I spent like $120 on this thing. Damn. And at the, the time it was the best thing I had ever bought. Like I loved it. However, the coil fucking clogs up so quick that after mm. a while I was spending so many, I was spending so much on the fucking coil yeah. that it was like, fuck this. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm done. And then the other thing I will say about that is like what you said, why are you going to take something natural? You know, they put so much butane through it to make well, that. <laughs> so I have made this argument to Ryan. I just made the argument to him the other day. I was like saying just that, like, why take something that's so natural already and, and, you know, alter it with 
some sort of solvents or whatever. And so he said that they have found a method now, which this is what they've done with the D8 wax that he gets. They're cold pressing it. So they're not adding any solvents. So they're not using butane or I guess some people were using, I think like nitrous or something yeah. with it. So, but this, the cold press method is still pretty much like natural, but I'm like, yeah, but it still is like, you know. Yeah. I mean, up. I have done the whole heat your fucking hair straightener up to 450 or whatever it is. Get you some wax paper, put your butt in there. And then, you know, you got live rosin essentially. I've done that before, but, and you got to have like some fresh ass buds and then you, you're wasting that bud. Like, you know what I mean? For this little bitty payoff that, yeah, is a higher concentration of THC, right. yes. but I'm sorry, I'm a smoker and I, I want to smoke. So that's my argument on it. If you like the dab, that's a cleaner way for you. It's good for your lungs. Do that all day. Yeah. I'm a fucking smoker. I, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't it's, smoke tobacco anymore, but right. God damn it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just personal preference. I'm, I mean, it I'm is. not hating on anybody that likes their dabs. Just the fact yeah. that, you know, my husband coughs through my podcast. So yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It happens. Um, dead. Speaking of things like that, I was talking about it at work the other day and they know that I'm coming to see you. And, um, do you ever find at the dispensaries there, like, uh, liquid like drinks? Sure. sure. I would be we interested just... in trying one of those. Okay. So they have a couple of them. Mm -hmm. They have this one that is called a Calavala cocktail oh. and it's always on sale. But it's like 80% THC and I don't really know what's in it, but it's like, they <laughs> advertise it as like super fucking fancy. Uh-huh. So, okay, we're, we'll buy that. And then the other thing Kevin and I just tried recently, it's called Canaquil and it was straight up agave syrup, uh, 500 milligrams of THC and uh, sunflower lechin, which is like a binder for the oil and everything. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. So there was like three ingredients in it and that was it. It was like hmm. so pure and it, and it also had flavoring. I, I'll take it back. One more ingredient had flavoring. Okay. But so we had like a, a ras, blue raspberry fucking flavor, man. This shit was awesome. And edibles normally do not work for me. We took Same. a tablespoon to go to bed like for a week. Best sleep. Best hmm. fucking sleep. So is $50. that $50? Is that what it that's what it's designed for? It's like a NyQuil. Yeah. It's not something you're supposed to like drink the whole bottle. He, the, at the dispensary, they say people do. Some people oh. they like buy a bunch of them and they like drink them. I think I would pass the fuck out. You're that's 500 milligrams of THC. Like, you know what I'm saying to your face? Like, I'm hardcore, but well, Jesus and it's Christ. in liquid form, so it's absorbing liquid. into your mucous membranes, like from the moment that you drink Faster. it. Yeah. Yeah. I bet some people you want to know this is fucked up, but because I know that college kids be doing crazy shit, like with alcohol, how much you want to bet somebody has put that shit up their ass to see how fast <laughs> they get fucked up. <laughs> I'm not expecting you to say that. <laughs> turkey baster, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Turkey baster in the asshole. <laughs> 
best time of life. Again, again, <laughs> to each their own. If you're turkey based in it, if that's, if that's the way that's the way you, you get like your rocks off, then I I can't say that I would do it, but more power <laughs> to you, I suppose. Uh, it's like, can. have you ever seen like there was i don't usually watch this show but it was one of those like my strange addiction shows there was this couple that were like using a funnel and a tube and they were putting coffee in their asshole instead of drinking it they like make the coffee yes thank you i don't know why i couldn't think of the fucking (laughs) coffee enema i couldn't think of that at all but that's what i was yeah that's they were doing coffee enemas like and they were doing them like five times a day i was like do these people not have a job how do you just have time because they went through the whole like process they have to make the coffee and then cool it you know because you can't put hot coffee in your asshole and they don't put hot coffee in your asshole (laughs) you can't sue mcdonald's for that one um (laughs) let it cool then they take the funnel with the tube and they have to like lay down on the floor like on their side and put the tube in their asshole and then the other one pours the coffee into the funnel so this is a two-person job mind you you could probably probably do it by yourself but it seems like it'd be difficult and then I'm hoping that they're sanitizing the tube between assholes, but I don't know. They didn't say if they do or not, but they do this five times a day. And then after they put it in there, they have to like lay there for like 20 minutes or some shit like that. Otherwise it just, you know, leaks out. And then the second they get up, they have to run to the toilet because it's an enema. When you put shit in there, it comes back out gravity people. And so then they run to the toilet and have like coffee enema diarrhea like four to five times a day and they're addicted to this they're addicted to it and they had children (laughs) (laughs) they should not have been able to procreate how how do you have time to do that with children i mean all day that sounds like so time consuming like that's what i said that is that like an hour process sounds like it like have one enema yeah And then you're doing, that's four to five times a day. So five hours out of your day, you're just like playing with your butt. My camera. And then somebody else's too. And that's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And that's your day. Every day. And that's your day. Every Uh, day. I do not see how anyone can be addicted to that. But again, theme of today to each their fucking own. But that's why you're on a reality TV show on Annie. Seriously. Speaking of reality TV shows, I (laughs) read this article the other day about um, like an up and coming Twitch dating show. And the reason that the article came up was because apparently it was getting a bunch of backlash. And I was like, okay, so what, you know, my immediate reaction is, well, okay, why are people upset about this? Because we have like The Bachelor, we have The Bachelorette, we have that fucking show called love island where it's all about matchmaking so why would we have a problem with you know twitch doing it so i read the article because i'm intrigued what what are we upset about and then the world opened up yet again like touching back on what we talked about last week not to just read headlines but read the substance here's case in point because i was like why would we be mad about that and i could have just been like why are people mad about that and moved on with my day but instead i clicked on the article And that's when I was like, what the fuck? So first of all, 
this Twitch dating show, the whole like premise behind it is to hook up small female streamers. So females on Twitch that don't have a large following with men on Twitch that do have a large following. So that was problem number one that I had with it is why are we assuming that a small female streamer needs to piggyback off of the success of a man in order to be somebody on a gaming site? Right. Should not. First problem I have with it. Then I continue yeah. reading the article because at that point I'm like, okay, now I see why streamers are pissed off about this. Like, why are you, come on now. This isn't like, you know, yeah. 2002 Britney Spears bullshit. This is 2021 where that shit does, doesn't fly anymore. Why is this trying to fly? Then I keep yeah. reading about it and I see that when they were trying to recruit people, so specifically when they were trying to recruit these small female streamers for this show, they would get like an email that was from some woman that said she was recruiting for the show and it had her like picture on there. It just went out again, had her picture on there and was basically like, you know, trying to get people to sign on to the show. Well, come to find out that picture was stolen. I think she's some like Indian actress from, you know, another country. They sure. were using this photo of this woman as a recruitment tool with a female's name. And it was like the guy that started the show. So he was basically portraying himself as a woman to lure woman, women into this like Twitch dating show where they need to, you know, get successful off of a man. Off of a man. I was like, what the fuck is happening? So of course, as soon as that comes out and all these streamers are like, yeah, I got that email. What the fuck? This is, you know, this is not right. He has decided to pull the show and readdress everything with his team. Like, you seem like a shady motherfucker to me yeah. first of all and second of all don't disrespect small female streamers like that because you could have made a show that wasn't a fucking dating show where they need a you know a man that twitch that streams on twitch that's single that has a following he could have made a show off of just bringing awareness to small female streamers that have been on the site you know people like me that have been streaming on the site for years but can't gain a following you right. could have done something with that instead of making right. it into, you know, this kind of really just seething with misogyny. And I'm not the yeah. first, I'm never the first person to jump on board anything and be like, oh, this is disrespectful to women because right. I'm not like a huge modern feminist by any means whatsoever. I disagree with a lot of them, but in a situation like this, I was like, that is just seething with misogyny and shadiness mm -hmm. and disrespect. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. what the fuck, Blatantly. dude? Yeah blatant in your face like you have to have a man to succeed on this platform that's basically what that says and sadly <laughs> that you know twitch is not innocent of you know not really helping their smaller streamers grow they focus more on their people that have already built a following and they don't do much for the little guy it's really really hard because there's different tiers of streaming on twitch and they unlock new things that you can do. If you're not on that tier, you can't do those things. In order to get to those tiers, there's certain things that you have to do based on Twitch. So when I got on Twitch and started streaming, I was trying to hit those tiers so that you can become affiliate and then you become partner. And all of those things get you 
you know, a, a more revenue, not necessarily revenue, but at least like an equal opportunity on the platform to be found and to be seen. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's damn near impossible. I've watched so many streamers that got on there and either paid for followers on Instagram so that they could look like they had a bigger following so that they can get more people because you know, that's, that's algorithms. That's how that shit works. That's why you can pay for follows is because if someone looks at you and they're like, Oh, you only have 2000 followers. They don't really care who you are, but if they look at your profile and you've got 2 million followers, they're like, Oh, this is somebody. And they suddenly care a little bit more about who you are. And so it's like, I've seen a lot of people that have just gone from I just got on Twitch. I can think of one person in particular. I'm not going to name because I'm not going to like slam anybody. But in two months, she had already hit affiliate on Twitch. Wow. Within like four to five months, she was partner on Twitch. Damn. But I've heard through the grapevine that she paid for a lot of followers on Instagram, which helped her to become more noticed. And it's like, I kind of gave up on it. At this point, I stream sometimes when I feel like it, just for the few friends that occasionally like to, you know, watch George and I play because we can be funny sometimes, but I kind of gave up on it all around because there's, there's really no way to grow on that channel at all. That's sad. It is. It is. There's a lot of people that, that try really hard and they don't get anywhere. It's just roadblock after roadblock. So yeah. always go to youtube I've even though I YouTube. harder and harder part of one of the things stacked against me you know is not necessarily just the workings of twitch but moving out to where i did my internet connection is not great it's not a high speed internet connection so i think that part of it for me too is the fact that you know you can watch me play a game that someone else is playing and theirs is probably clearer because they're on high speed internet. Yeah, that's there's probably some merit to that as well. But you know, you keep grinding though. You keep going, you do the thing that you like to do with your friend, you have fun with it, you know, like yeah. and that's how eventually one day you'll have a clip of something that'll go viral. You know what I mean? Like something could yeah. happen. You never freaking know, dude. You never know. Don't you give don't. up on it. You don't. It's just like, there's so many people it happens to you so easily. <laughs> it seems yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It like, seems it seems like way, it just yeah. falls into their lap. Like that one, they just found that one right person to see something that they put and, and that's all she wrote. But then part of it too, then nowadays I'm just like, well, how many of you are paying for half of the, you know, because it's really telling when people have like 50,000 followers on Instagram, but then you look at their pictures and they have 45 likes on all of their pictures. It's like, right. Okay. So you might have 50,000 followers, but you only have, we'll say 50 people that are actually engaging with your content. How are you so big? Yeah. It's fucking algorithms. And I won't play the stock market because I don't believe in algorithms. So therefore I'm not going to play the internet because I don't believe in (laughs) algorithms. Uh, but did you hear the new thing you're supposed to make the algorithms work for you jen okay sure <laughs> you're just buy into the machine man just buy but into the machine the just exactly. become become another cog in that wheel instead of fighting against the fact that that exists to begin with 
and it's fucked up and it shouldn't be that way because you know what now we still have control over the internet yeah there's still let's keep it let's keep it and let's not fucking be so complacent <laughs> about that shit because yeah. it is tr- they're trying to take it away they've from been us. trying to for years oh, oh the, it's oh, yeah. the last but, free but it's covert you know? they do it under your oh, fucking yeah. nose they do <sighs> they beg you to give away your freedoms until you're standing there wondering how it happened that's just the way that the world works that's you know sad that it's not that obvious to everybody yes true true that but in other news shifting gears over to something really interesting that i found the other day as well did you know that that uh really well-known ranch that borders area 51 is up for sale are you buying it (laughs) fuck i wish i could it's the one that has the black mailbox oh really yeah the the iconic mailbox of area 51 that whole property is up for sale it's called the medlin ranch it's on the market i'm not sure how much it's selling for but the whole thing yeah the guy is selling the property apparently he so this is really interesting i didn't know this but he um he moved to that valley in the 70s and there was like no buildings no running water no utilities or anything like that and he built like a large ranch ranch operation with his wife um and then grew up to like 750 head of of cattle and they uh were using the land that is now area 51 as a place for their cattle to graze and then in the 80s the united states air force that's when they seized 89,000 acres of public land with no explanation in that area and some of that land included the land that he was using for his cattle to graze. Interesting. So apparently he worked out a deal with the Air Force. The military told him that he could enter that land, which is, for, you know, essentially forbidden. You're not supposed to cross into Area 51 under any circumstances. But because he was there first, for whatever reason, he worked out a deal and he was allowed to continue letting his cattle roam on that land but if he had to enter the land to like get the cattle or anything like that he would have to call them on a radio and get permission to go in there so i had no idea about that i thought that was really cool but um that's interesting so let me look and see if i can find out how much it's selling for i guarantee it's a pretty fucking penny oh yeah with the history behind it alone but it's kind of sad to me that he's selling it it's like you you like built that like that's older than area 51 oh my gosh okay yeah. so take a guess it's, i'll give you some information it's 80 acres that he's selling okay 140 miles north of las vegas again bordering area 51 and has the the iconic black mailbox on the property how much do you think it's selling for i mean i'm just guessing but i don't know maybe 20 50 million in that range a bit high <laughs> really too much yeah. really? too much four and a half four and a half million yep wow four and a half I don't, million i don't know that i would i would want to live there myself uh right next to fucking area 51 i mean maybe there's you know maybe he's just it's time to move on somebody else can enjoy it 
four million dollars that's a that's a lot of money but i mean at the same time area 51 is like eighty nine thousand acres so i'm sure it's not like oh look there's you know there's the base you know yeah i'm sure that's right oh well no but like it's well known that you know they test things there's things that you see i just i don't know that i would want myself my family necessarily to live right there (laughs) and then also you know that's raising that's a lot of land you're 80 acres is a lot yeah yeah. but it's in the desert so yeah yeah that's true yeah better just not take down the mailbox like whoever owns it just don't fuck with the mailbox okay i hope the government doesn't buy it just to keep you know what i mean so that nobody else can be that close i'm sure that i think it would have already been done you know what i'm saying true true probably would have never been able to put it on the market or as soon as they got wind they'd be like hey we're taking that back or that's you know ours but and then also too how closely is the government going to look at whoever fucking moves there I'm sure they'll want to know who it is and what they've yeah. put on the internet for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't grow marijuana, even though it is legal. In it is. Nevada. Is it? Yeah, I was. I thought it was. Yeah, I don't know what the growing situation is. I don't know if you can just grow, but I'm sure. You know, I mean, with le- with it being legalized, you would think it would just be available to grow but i'm not sure cultivating seems to be it's a little bit more of an issue (laughs) than just being able to go to the store and buy it from some regulated source right i saw this other weird thing i just saw this this morning and it was shared by um which i don't even know if this is run by a legit source but the like anonymous page on facebook they shared this article today about a doomsday map of the world and apparently the billionaires escape plan because and they do actually cite forbes as a source in the article so lends a little more credibility to it um but they talk about in 2017 that a detailed forbes report was published on what some of the world's wealthiest people have purchased and what it may mean for future cataclysmic events and where the safest places on earth would be in that situation. And what the, what Forbes found was that there were certain areas that a lot of the wealthiest people are buying up that are in the drier territories of the United States. So Montana, New Mexico, Wyoming and Texas are really popular. Yeah. Um, and then it shows this map and I, that's Africa, where's the United States? It, it has several maps that show like, apparently what could happen, I'm assuming this would be like a massive flooding event, like a worldwide massive flooding event because it shows several different continents and like most of them being flooded out. But it was really interesting to look at the United States one. Um, Let me find it again. Because basically I was looking at it and I was like, damn, you would pretty much be living in like a coastal state at that point. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So it says the new West Coast would basically be Nebraska, Wyoming, and Colorado. 
And then it even showed like a huge portion, like um, almost like a giant river. I maybe like the Mississippi would have flooded. So it would have become like even bigger and would cut through all the way up through Indiana. Wow. Of course, now that I'm on the article, it's showing everybody else's fucking, oh, here it is. Okay. So it shows California completely flooded, Oregon completely flooded, Nevada completely flooded, Utah completely flooded, half of Arizona is gone, and then all of New Mexico is still there. But so you wouldn't be coastal, but you would be like, there'd only be like half of Arizona left between (laughs) you and the ocean. And then, yeah, then there's this huge divide, like running right up through what would that be the the bottom corner of texas all of louisiana um and then kind of like cuts up at an angle and connects to like the great lakes so basically wow i would be on the other side of this huge waterway like the 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 country's almost like cut in half actually like cut into thirds because the western third of it is like gone and then the the, the middle of it is still there. And then the East coast is like its own thing. And then there would be like, there's this new body of land out off the coast. And I'm not really sure what that stands for. It's called Atlantis oh. on the map. Okay. So, so this is the potential of cataclysmic uh environmental like what this is what let me see if it goes into detail about what they're uh cataclysmic i mean again i think it's a i'm just like how the fuck is this going to happen i guess that's the biggest question i have at this moment why (laughs) so it says the article suggests that an asteroid impact may be the most serious threat to life on earth according to forbes it says while smaller asteroids can do great damage on a local scale So it says, while smaller asteroids can do great damage on a local scale, experts think that space rocks must be at least 0.6 miles wide to threaten human civilization. NASA scientists estimate that they've found at least 90% of these enormous near-Earth asteroids, and none of them pose a threat for the future. So it's it's mostly just hypothetical, I guess, but on the off chance that they're wrong. (laughs) The good news is we're both apparently living in areas that will not be. Would not flood, but we could no longer drive to each other. We would have to drive to the coast of the new, you know, land river and then (laughs) somehow get over the river. Land river. (laughs) It's a land river. By a boat, bridge, ferry. How is this going to be? I don't know. You know what? The thing is. The world could shake us off at any time. We could get hit by an asteroid. I don't want to know. I don't want to fucking know. Let me live my life. <laughs> yeah. I think about what if Yellowstone, the gigantic, mm. the, the super volcano in Yellowstone, what if that went off? Yeah. Because that would that would affect me. That would affect everybody, of course. But it would probably rain volcan- volcanic ash here. We're not that far. You would like you know, almost become Pompeii. It's the just, problem in I that case like... is usually that 
inhaling it, right? It's not damage necessarily to the land. It's just, well, I mean, it is, but it's also very fertile, but you guys have, yeah. I mean, we saw that shit when we were driving to Roswell, you guys have old oh, lava yeah. beds. That shit is crazy. Yes. It's almost like prehistoric Beautiful. to look at that kind yeah. of stuff. Cause it's just like, what the fuck? I have a picture of us right there in that spot, right, right in front of me right here. Yeah. And it is, it's, it, yeah. It's beautiful. And but eerie. it's beautiful. It is eerie. It feels like something fucking cataclysmic yeah. happened there. And like, you're kind of humbled. Yeah. You know? True. But I, you know, Kevin and I talk about the potential of asteroids hitting as well. And, you know, I don't know if you remember, but they kept saying that there was going to be an asteroid that's going to hit the earth like before Trump was elected and then after Trump was going to be Don't they say it all the time? Yes. <laughs> and so I've just come to the conclusion that like if we're about to get taken out, because we could be, if it's large enough, sure, we could be, you know, taken off of the, our axis, you know, and just that's that what happened to the dinosaurs exactly and then you know i just don't really i don't want to know man i want to be in ignorant ignorant bliss if that fucking <laughs> were to go down no um. the volcano the volcano happening i feel like that is a more of a like a real thing that that potentially could that that could that could fucking happen man like it's been a long time since we've had a volcano in this hemisphere go off mm -hmm. now the so one of the going back to that place that we went to with the lava beds one of those yeah. mountains out there was a volcano at one point is it still active or dormant no i don't know, or I don't does know it exist anymore could, at all you could tell that it was because it was literally flat on top i saw that call. yeah it was cool but again kind of eerie yeah well like the fucking rocks and everything were like huge and black like all yeah. around for like and it was like it miles. looked like the place had been leveled yeah, yeah. for where, miles where there was like mountains in the background that yes. you know we, they're probably i don't i don't know i don't know i man. wonder but it was there was an eerie i'm looking it up right now actually um and then we were standing up at the top of that hill and that storm rolled in and it just brought like this whole new essence to like the area with that like the rolling cloud i don't know that was just one of the moments in my life where i've looked at the world and been like this is just really really amazing and just gorgeous you know what i mean like, like you said oh, where you're yeah. just fucking humbled yeah. by it yeah there, there's i don't know that's one thing that nature i love about nature the mm -hmm. ocean is the other place that you you know when you walk out first time you haven't seen the ocean in a while mm -hmm. a lot of people go to the ocean to heal the ocean doesn't really heal me but it does humble me oh yeah and every time i fucking see the ocean i'm like oh my god i'm just an insignificant speck of nothing like i know nothing <laughs> yeah, i am right? nothing you know what i mean <laughs> and that's kind of how it felt there it's like you have ultimately no control like over anything like that that volcano yeah. if i was here and that volcano decided to fucking blow its top we're dead <laughs> i think it already blew its top that's why it's flat but... i think it did i don't know i i don't really know that much about it unfortunately that is it's a sad thing i should probably look into it a little bit more 
that's one of my like one of my niches like anytime I (laughs) am out driving somewhere and I see something I just if it if it sparks like that energy in me I will try to find out everything I can about it like there's um there's an old missile testing area in southern Indiana that Ryan and I found on accident one time because whenever we drive somewhere I always take like one way there and a different way back because I like to find random shit that's cool and we happen to drive by like we're driving along and on one side of us there's just like this really tall chain link fence with like barbed wire at the top and it's going on for miles and I'm like what the fuck is in there that they would have a chain link like are we near a prison or something that that's my first thought is maybe there's a prison or a jail or something you know but it was like no this this area that's completely fenced off is like empty and overgrown and you can see old roads back there that are being taken back over by nature so they're not well traveled not used a lot and then we come up on like an opening to it and there's just this really old fucking sign like almost like a billboard just this old wooden sign that had been painted and i forget what it was called it's called like i think it's called jefferson proving grounds and it was like a missile testing site in fucking indiana okay and so of course as soon as i get home i'm like researching what the fuck is this shit right right? because there's like a few houses on the other side of the road that run alongside it but not very many and there's just this very eerie like essence in that whole area and so i look into it and sure enough i forget exactly how many acres it is but it's a very very big area that is completely fenced in all the way around and they, they used to test munitions and shit on it so when I looked at it from Google Earth there's like an area where it looks like maybe they would land um, you know maybe military planes and stuff in there that may have been bringing munitions or whatever but it's shaped like a fucking pentagram and you can see it from Google Earth images it's fucking weird dude and then as I look closer into the history of it there used to be like a whole neighborhood like a little town back there And once again, the government came in, bought it up and like kicked everybody out of there. And now it supposedly is like, uh, it's, it's defunct. It's no longer used by the U S army. They gave it back to, I believe the, um, the DNR or I think the DNR run it now. So they've like changed it into, um, what do they call it? They've changed it into uh, like a wildlife refuge. And if you go on the website to go into this wildlife refuge, it's kind of weird because there's all these stipulations. Like you can only go to a certain part of it. There's other parts of it you you can't have access to. And if you do get permission to go in there, you have to be taken by like a guard through that area. You can't leave the road. And the reason for that is because apparently they have undetonated bombs that they don't know where they are. And they're just out there. And not only that, but there's also like depleted uranium that has been found in that area from the munitions and shit that they were testing out there. So like the whole area was like, dude, this place is eerie as fuck because there's people living right across the street. Who's to say that there was shit that didn't accidentally get dropped outside of 
that fenced in area area so it's really and just if it's radiation yeah you know yeah weather causes that shit to fucking move like we're all connected and if you live right across the street you can't tell me that they didn't get some kind of something effects i told ryan i was like dude if i had the fucking balls to do it i would go knock on those like people's doors and see how long they'd live there and if they were there when it was an active base and but you never know man you know someone might answer yeah. the door with like three eyes or some shit exactly but it's yeah. and it's just out in the middle of nowhere of course and it gives you always where they do it so fucking yeah. weird dude and it gave you that eerie feeling so oh you yeah like, i gotta figure this the fuck out uh-huh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like what is I this i have to know everything about it i've gone back like <laughs> three or four times just to drive around it but the the other weird thing about it is like if you want to go to the the wildlife refuge part of it it's like we're only open on the third saturday of every other month or some shit like that so basically like yeah. sure you're allowed to come here but we're gonna make it really fucking hard for you to be able to so they don't really want you to go there right you know we're it's always just gonna so be closed whenever you show up secretive <laughs> and sketchy and like google the google earth docs too you can see like the living quarters when it was a base so there's like a whole like built neighborhood that they've made in there that's like these wow. tall, almost like dorm style buildings and apparently you can drive in there and drive through that area so the the weird thing about it is when you drive up to it there's an old guard post but there's never anybody in the guard post and there's no nothing blocking you from driving in there there's not like any gates that block you from actually driving in so when i was wow. doing research online people were saying like yeah you can drive in there you can only drive through that certain part of it where it shows the old dorms but then it was yeah. like some people said that there was people guards that stopped them other people said they never saw anybody while they were there so i'm like this place is fucking weird. I'm I I want to go but at the same time like that's some sketchy shit, dude. <laughs> but you've been back at least 3 times and there's never been anyone there? I've never seen anybody there. The like 3 to 4 times <laughs> that I've driven back by it. Huh. So it's interesting. It's weird. That One is mysterious places. Makes you get the feels about things. Yeah feels about what the government's doing. So, are oh. you are you ready to talk about Britney Spears now? Sure. So we both saw the the documentary yes i guess i'll just say for anybody that somehow doesn't know britney spears has been in a conservatorship with her father for 12 years and she doesn't want her father in charge of it anymore and she said this multiple times multiple times she's been fighting for most of the 12 years ever since her public what they call a public breakdown which I have to say, 
I was pretty disappointed in myself when I watched that documentary because granted I was young when all of that happened and you know I hadn't really figured out the way the world works yet so it was easy to be manipulated at that age by media and the way that they like the documentary is called the way that they framed her essentially and I felt really really bad for the way that I saw Britney Spears because I liked Britney Spears when she first came out like I hadn't really gotten heavily into my alternative thing like I hadn't found my place in the world yet so I wasn't really I grew up listening to like the shit my dad did like Led Zeppelin you know and stuff like that so I had the it had the seeds planted the foundation was there for it but I was still trying to find like my own I was into like boy bands and when Britney Spears came around I really liked her I was always team Britney me too yeah Christina and then I kind of like turned on her because I found my place in the alternative lifestyle and then I saw you know her public breakdown or whatever yeah and it was just like watching that it was like damn they they painted her that way they Mm -hmm. they allowed her image to be completely shattered when like her mom says in it that she thinks she had postpartum depression after having her two kids and that's what we did to a woman that had postpartum depression and was losing her kids yeah she wasn't even able to be around her children they were being withheld from her and when you've just had a baby, I'm sorry, you're going to withhold the child plus postpartum. Yeah. And then honestly, I see her shaving the head, her head as fuck you. I'm tired yeah. of holding together this image. Cause I have held this image together for years. Right. And you all have loved it and catered to it. And I have catered to you. I have, a, she allowed them to take so many pictures. She was yeah. very, very giving with the paparazzi. In my Absolutely. Opinion. Oh, for sure. And always like, so cool about it. Like so pleasant yeah. about it. But then the second she wasn't, it was, all right, let's paint her in a new picture. She's crazy. She's crazy, you know, and they even go <laughs> into detail about that particular night. She had gone over yeah. to his house to try to see her fucking kids and he wouldn't let her in. Yeah. And they followed her twice. That is such an invasion of privacy. Like they knew why she was there. They knew that she was being rejected by her former husband. They knew the situation. And I'm sorry, that is so heartbreaking. And she was sitting there in the front seat of her cousin's car. And you just, the look on her face was like, you know, when she was in the gas station, when yeah. he like came over to her at first and he tried to be sympathetic. No, uh-huh. you know what's sympathetic? Put your camera down. If you really had yeah. an iota of caring for her and her humanity, you would get that fucking camera out of her face because that's the money for you. It it's, even the conversation says that. isn't while you're there. Yeah, yeah he, he was even there says that. for that money shot. Mm-hmm. And that is so disgusting at the expense of another person's, not just another person's feelings, but their, their life. Because again, this, this was what was directly responsible for her dad suddenly stepping oh, into her life after not being present for most of the success that she built for herself. This was yeah. him stepping in right then taking advantage of 
of her because let's I was thinking about it the other day she's not the only female <clears throat> who's had a very public breakdown as a young woman and none of these other women are being controlled in their careers 12 12 years later for right. breakdowns that they had in the very public eye so her dad in my opinion he took advantage of, of her in a very low time in her life in order to profit off of it and he oh, yeah. is getting away with it to this day with very little pushback. And you know, I read the other day, well, do you remember- Brittany's pushing back. Well- Brittany's pushing back, she's- Well, trying. her, yeah. I just mean like in the courts. It's like, yeah, why why do they continue to look at this, especially with how, how public her life is? It's not like these people don't know who Britney Spears is. Like her, her life was very public and you can see- I rewatched the end of that documentary and somebody said right at the end, I watched it just the other day because I, I hadn't watched it all the way through. Yeah. And I completed it. And somebody said right at the end that she is paying for yes. her lawyers mm -hmm. and her conservators lawyers plus her conservator. Yeah. So there's no real their there's their interest is in themselves because they're, they're all profiting paid. off of her exactly yes yeah yes so why it's would disgusting. they want to restructure so, it it's insane and so why 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 would she want to go and have any kind of career going forward where they those people were would continue to benefit yeah you almost don't blame blame her but it's mm -mm. sad it's sad that it has to be that way and that she has to literally suffer she she's is she still in so in January of last year when she suddenly went off the rails or off the grid I'm sorry and then it came to be known that she was in a mental health facility but against her will is she out I believe so yeah okay I believe how so. long was she there do you know I don't remember that detail I think they did say uh let me see if i can find it because as conservators they have power over even that they can say when she needs to have medical treatment and by who and if she just needs to you know what i'm saying like that that's complete control over someone it was only 30 days and it was only she, that month yeah she had she had put on social media that she had voluntarily checked herself in but she recently told a judge that she did not voluntarily go to that 30 day stint. So yeah, again, there's a lot of, it's kind of like they, they also said in, um, in the documentary, nobody can really interview her at this point because she's surrounded by so many people that are altering the gatekeeper her image in whatever way that they feel that it or not maybe not altering it but just portraying it whatever way they feel benefits them that's the way i look at it is it's all just being done to benefit the people that like you said are getting paid off of the fact that her life is being controlled sad 
but and he's so obviously her father has so obviously had no interest in her career in the beginning mm-hmm. it didn't seem like he was even supportive you know i i understand it was a you know hard financial struggle struggle for them even to get her to the places that she was going you know what i'm saying right to, be, to get famous in the beginning so I don't know if he's just holding on just because he's a greedy ass motherfucker fucker or out of resentment, but Jesus, let her go. She's a grown ass woman. And then I heard at the end of the documentary, he got into an altercation with one of her sons. I've, I've seen a little bit about that in the news lately. And the, apparently even Kevin Federline took out a restraining order against him um, because of, because of some sort of altercation that happened. But one of the other things that I've read lately, because if you noticed at the very end of the documentary, they made a list of people that they had reached out to, um, to be involved with it, that either didn't respond or had declined to be involved. And a lot of them were people really close to her, like her inner circle. Her mom was on there. Um, Her sister was on there. You know, people that were really well known um, in this whole situation. And I found this article would be. Right. That you would think would want to be. Well, here's the thing. I was I obviously I had questions if they, especially like her mom, who has been recently yeah. trying to, uh, and probably the whole time has been trying to, um, help her, you know, uphold what she wants more so than what her dad wants. And I was yeah. like, so why would she not want to be involved? So then I found this article on bustle.com that talks about how the director, has come out and said that either due to non-disclosure agreements or just straight up out of fear of retaliation, that there were a lot of people that were her inner circle, that that's why they didn't participate in the documentary. So to further back up the claim that that article made about those people, you know, not participating for those couple of reasons, you mentioned her cousin, that yeah. was with her that night that all that happened. Her name's Allie Sims. So she was like um, working with her for about a year before that happened as kind of like um, kind of like an assistant type person. And so she was there that night. So I found this article that is talking about how the reason why she kind of disappeared from Britney's life after all that shit happened, her public breakdown or whatever she claims that she was threatened by her father. Wow. So in this article, she said, okay, Ali Sims said he 100% was threatening me with my life. I didn't put it past him. So I didn't answer the calls again, but she basically disappeared. Damn. That's crazy. So this guy's, her father's been threatening people like to get out of her life. And yet this man's still given the power of this fucking conservatorship that she's in. Yeah. That's just insane. Now, like in the last, I think it was a few days after that documentary came out, um, they were back in court again and he did lose the bid to retain sole um, rights to her conservatorship. So I think that Bessemer Trust place that that it's co-conservator yeah. now is ha- he has to basically discuss with them anything that he wants to do like financially or whatever which is a win but still not quite definitely where it needs to be 
Yeah. So, yeah. Well, hopefully now that the public knows what is really going on, you know, it yeah. sucks that everybody has to get involved for her. You know, that really sucks. She should, you know, that's, it's sad that he has taken control over her in that way mm -hmm. and has threatened and intimidated. Well, you can't threaten and intimidate fucking everybody. Yeah. You can't. So eventually it's not, he's not going to continue. I don't, I don't think it's going to continue to go well for him, especially if all these allegations come out, you can't mm -hmm. just get away with threatening people. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Don't be a dick. Do you remember the lady that was in the documentary? And I yes. remember her name now. It was like, like a sweetheart. Um, I don't I don't think you're thinking of the same one as me. <laughs> oh. Her name was like Vivian something. She was she was basically like talking about because she works with conservatorships. And oh. she was like, I can't talk about this like specifically with detail, but I can talk about how conservatorships work in general do you remember her yeah i know so you're talking about yeah she apparently after that documentary got is back now, on the case is back on his legal team yes i saw that yes what yes what kind of woman yeah. are you to sit there and be asked questions basically to say like doesn't this isn't this kind of unheard of for somebody of her age and her caliber and her ability to have a conservatorship and this woman basically without saying it was like i mean yeah and then went back to work for the the people working against her what the fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah for real for real i mean you look really fucking wow. bad lady but yeah. you know what she saw? I think she said the dollar <laughs> signs. Like, oh wait, I, I could did. get back in on some of that Britney money. Let me get back in on some of that Britney money. Shame I just on you. Shame. Uh, and then I guess people now are wanting, like, people are putting some heat on um, who was it, Diane Sawyer that interviewed her about the Justin Timberlake thing. Yeah, well, that's not the only thing about Diane Sawyer, you know what I'm saying? But I, I know the, the media in general treated her terror. All of those interviews. Did you see the one? It was in the documentary. I think it was uh, like Telemundo or it was like it seemed like it was a foreign um, television show. But he was like, well, everybody's talking about your breasts. I know. How old was she in that? a teenager she had to have been she that was when she was famous like how can you i mean how come on. dare you speak to and it's because you're a fucking man and you think that you have some sort of entitlement over her as a woman because it's, she's your entertainment i will say i'm really glad that at least we've gotten to a place in 2021 where that kind of shit just does not fly anymore but it's because it happened to people like her that yeah. um that it can't it can't happen anymore should not happen i mean come on if and the she look on her face she looked so i mean humiliated how yeah. do you respond you're literally in the hot seat what do you say oh everybody's right. talking about my breast what's Holy that my breast the like yeah. how how embarrassing i i thought it was yeah. even even just the one they showed where the guy whatever his name is asked her if she had a boyfriend and she was like yeah. a little girl 
Ed McMahon. What? Like, I'll be your girlfriend. Like that's disgusting. What? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why and is why is that acceptable? Why is that? Why do we think that that is cute? It's not. It, and I loved her answer. She was like, uh, it depends. Like, <laughs> you know, she didn't want to be like totally rude because she was mm. raised right. But she, the look on her face was like, get the fuck away from me, you <laughs> old man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, what, if, what do you think about Justin Timberlake uh, apologizing to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson all of a sudden? You think he's just late, trying guy. to save face yeah. now that the heat's on? I really do. I really do. I mean, he made a whole album basically slamming yes. her. And we still don't even know if she did anything. And the girl in that video, Crimea River, resembles yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when it first came out, everybody was talking about like, oh, my God, she looks just like Britney Spears. And I remember being like, that's kind of fucked up. Why can people uh, yes. do that? I thought at the time that it was petty of him to do that because for one thing you're putting all your shit out there are you a, are you a wounded puppy because that's exactly what you look like you're gonna really put all of this creative money and energy into making a video to humiliate her and then 20 years later you're gonna put in, go in your fucking notes app and <laughs> put it out to the world from your mansion yeah now that you're sorry oh, oh okay not to mention i'm sorry i put the thing with britney aside you exposed janet jackson's fucking boob during the super bowl there's just no way that you can just say oh i'm sorry whoops <laughs> By the way, I saw this morning that her newest album is soaring because of his recent apology. So thank you for that, All Justin right. Timberlake. But beyond that, sit the fuck down. Yeah, I mean, he was already successful. He didn't need to slam her career to make that album. Look, he was already successful. It, he was a boy if band. If you look at it, he used two women, Brittany and Janet, to get there because what does that look like to, for him he looks like a real fucking macho oh i fucked britney ha 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 that's Fuck fucked you. up how it's like fucked up you both were on disney disney fucking mickey mouse club you motherfucker like you know what i'm saying yeah you were kids together and you're going to so nothing is sacred for you I'm sorry, I'm ranting. <laughs> it's okay. I, I totally agree with you. It's just like, too, yeah, like you said, too little, too late, dude. I mean, the only reason you're saying it now is because you know the heat is on you and you better say something or, you know, it's like he, and a yeah. part of it is like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You said something, yeah. yeah, you apologize, but now people are like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, he apologized. But if he had said nothing at all, exactly <laughs> it's like so i exactly. get that but at the same time but like, did justin has he ever suffered as a result of either one of those actions where both of those women have no that is the difference in That's our true. society it's a good point valid very valid too little too late for me and your new music sucks. Even if you have Chris Stapleton on one song, the whole album is awful. That's all I'm saying. 
I haven't listened to it, honestly. I mean, it's kind of older, actually, but I, I think it's, I think Trolls is newer. I don't think I, I saw listened a meme to him that was after like no. Cry Me a River. I honestly, and it wasn't out of anything having to do with Britney, because again, at the time, <laughs> unfortunately, I was ignorant to the actual big bigger picture there that she wasn't just some poor little rich girl that decided to lose her mind and yeah go crazy I don't even remember where like if I was cognizant of what was going on in society at that moment in time I might have been like you know doing my own thing I don't remember that actually happening in pop history yeah like when they said it was in 20 or 2007, I was like, really? What? That just, yeah. I don't know. Well, that, I don't know. yeah, that would have been a different time for you anyways. Muddy days, muddy days. But I, if anything, like that for me, it kind of humanized her for me yeah. because damn like if and then you kind of saw it in the documentary like she did it as a big fuck you to the cameras Mm -hmm. but like in that moment like she just wanted them to go away and what is the what else what else but like I'm gonna take away my beauty like you know what I'm saying right well just like slash your face you know what I'm saying as a woman your hair is such a thing and her you know she's she's beautiful even without it but I'm saying like it's such a it just shows how how low she was and how tired she was and it for me it humanized her once I realized like Mm -hmm. damn you know I felt like of all the pop stars I could always really relate more to Britney she seemed more like down to earth and like you know like and I've always thought she was so beautiful naturally where a lot of those other at the time, you know, that's when it all became, a lot of people started to be fake. I mean, in my opinion, oh, yeah. Brittany didn't, didn't go that way. She's naturally beautiful. Mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera, uh, like, I don't know who else was popular at that time. I don't, I, now I don't really even remember but I remember Britney. <laughs> I mean, it was mostly like the boy bands and then Britney and Christina, Backstreet Boys, yeah. NSYNC, 98 Degrees. Hanson. Yeah. Yeah. All of those. But she, um, I think it was yesterday. I follow her on Instagram and, you know, people are starting to dig pretty deep into her Instagram and they feel like that maybe she's using it as a way to like send cryptic messages because her, from what I understand, her dad isn't like super technically savvy. So they think that maybe, even though it's likely monitored, because what does she do in life that isn't monitored, but that she may be putting like clues or things like that into her Instagram posts. So she posted something yesterday and her Instagram is like on fire right now. I was reading the comments. People are going crazy. So she posted a picture of a Scrabble board with a bunch of words played on the Scrabble board, uh-huh. but some of them don't appear to be words. Some of them are words that are just written backwards. And if you look in the comments, people are like, there's a code in this. I'm going to sit here and figure out this code. And it's kind of weird because there are some, <laughs> some odd words in it. Like one of them that people pointed out was that 
it says quit in there, but it's written backwards. So it's T-I-U-K or U-Q instead of Q-U-I-T. But it's kind of, it's one of those ones where now that there's this whole like aura behind, is she trying to send people messages? You posted a fucking Scrabble board with a bunch of weird words on it. And I forget what the caption yeah. is. If you're looking at it, tell me the caption. I'm looking at it. Can you find a word that isn't actually a word? Sometimes it's fun to make ones up. See? What? Wow. <laughs> isn't it weird? Look at, <laughs> at that thing. It is. Because it some is. of it's just not words at all. It says, it says, sins arise perpendicular to each other. Oh. <laughs> It's like a puzzle. It's amazing. I so, love it. I the first time that I looked at it, it seemed creepy. And I think I made the comment to you. I don't think it's actually her posting because it just does seem kind of like. Some of the posts are weird. weird. Very yeah. weird. Weird. So I don't know. Good luck to her, man. Like, holy shit. It makes me sad. Yeah, I just hope she gets to a place that she wants to be. I know that she's not necessarily trying to get rid of the conservatorship 100%. She right. just doesn't want her dad in, in charge of it. And I really don't think that that's a whole lot to ask. Agreed. She should get at least that. It's just a conflict of interest, especially when she found somebody that took over for him when he stepped down for quote unquote health reasons. And she was working with somebody that professionally does conservatorships. I think her first name is Jody. I forget her last name, but she was in charge of it while he had stepped down. And that's why one of the reasons why she had gone back to court, like towards the end of that stint of her um, temporary conservatorship was that she wanted her to become permanent conservator and take her dad off of it completely. So she was working wow. with somebody that does this professionally. Her dad's not a professional conservator. Right. She went into court and said, here's somebody that's done it for X amount of months. I like the way that she's handling my, my estate. I would like a professional to continue handling my estate. And they said, no, I'm sorry. To me, it seems like somebody's getting paid off in this situation from totally. dad using her fucking money to do it. That's totally. just the way I see it, especially because in the documentary mm -hmm. that one lady said she, the only time that she ever talked to him, he said, my daughter's going to get famous and buy me a boat. That spoke so much to me, just that woman yeah. saying it. And you could tell that she was a real nice lady, but she was like one of those type of people that you don't cross her. And she seemed like yeah. she'd be totally cool with anyone. But when she spoke of him, you could just see in her eyes that there was a deep dislike for him. Sure. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. I hope he got his fucking boat. <laughs> I do know. I do know that in, what was it? 20, 2017, I think the article stated that out of all of the money that she had to pay for everything pertaining to her conservatorship, her dad in that year alone took up or took home $128,000 of her money for his part as a conservator. So don't fucking tell me you're not getting anything yeah. out of it and that you're just doing it because you care about your daughter. You're full of fucking shit. No. Yeah, if you cared about exactly. your daughter, you would do it for free. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you cared about your daughter, you would want her to make these kind of decisions on her own. You would want her to thrive. You, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't be such a fucking asshole trying to control her every move and intimidate everybody around her. Yeah. To control them. Like, I don't know. It's not going to last very much longer for him. I really, I hope I feel like now that there's so many people involved like i think people are pissed (laughs) you done pissed off her fans but you know (laughs) what was really weird to me and they never really explained it was they showed how when she took that residency in in vegas that she was supposed to do the live stream and i don't know maybe a performance or whatever and she came out on the stage and she like waved and then she just walked down the stage past the live stream area and like got in a car and left. That was strange. And they never really like elaborated really on that. that. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, is this another situation where her dad was trying to manipulate her image because he's in charge of her performance, you know, the, the deals that she makes and shit like that with her performances. So I was like, is this another opportunity for him to manipulate her image and just make her look unstable or it all just seems like a fucking show yeah or he wanted to her to do the residency because he would make money and she was just like fuck you and as an ultimate fuck you she kind of made herself look a little bit crazy and deranged by i'm just gonna walk right past you know but she did do the residency like blinders blinders I, I thought she, I, I thought like a couple of days later, she came out and said, my dad has health problems and I have to cancel it. And it's like the worst thing of my life. It was on, I, it was in that. Documentary. I do remember that. I do remember that. I just don't remember how long into it. I don't know. The, the dates were a little, I'm not quite sure at all, but it was just weird. And she might've, I know she did one residency. I know she, she was in Vegas and did Vegas for a while. Was it I two? I feel like this was ones? a new one. This oh, was like okay. the domination tour. So I gotcha. feel like it was the one she was going to start. Okay. Okay. Huh. And that she yeah, that's weird. It. It's really weird. Yeah. It is. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, but free Britney, man. <laughs> free Britney, that's right. Uh, give me a mask. I'll wear it. Free Britney. Right. They're cute. I'd wear one. I mean, my, my doctor actually asked me when we were, I was watching it during lunch the other day and, uh, she came back as I was finishing like the last 10 minutes of it. And she was like, are you going to wear a free Britney mask? I was like, actually, that's a good idea. I might consider getting one. Cause I would right? absolutely if my money would go to Brittany, <laughs> right? Can or I go buy to one? the cause, you know? Yeah. yeah. Merch. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure that the movement has their merch. They were wearing some masks and shit. Yeah. T-shirts. Yeah. Well, we're here for you, Brittany. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I like you. I got into Britney. It was like pre, you know, alternative days. And I'm so glad, like, I don't think you and I ever talked about that time. Cause it was always like, you no, know, we wouldn't have. <laughs> no, we had to be like badasses. And so like, no, I wouldn't even acknowledge the fact that I once may have liked Britney Spears and know every song on her first album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. 
I also but I'm uh, glad to know that you are team Britney. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a big fan. I mean, I was prior to Britney, I was like uh obsessed with the Spice Girls. So me too though. Uh Mel B is still like one of my like favorites. I, I love her. She's so pretty. So <laughs> Why is she and so I love pretty? The way she talks. I know. And her hair. I just love everything about her. I do too. She's freaking amazing. Spice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I love the Spice Girls too. Spice World. <laughs> I watched. We should have connected on Spice Girls, dude. Spice World, that movie, I used to watch it like all the time. I'm sure if I watched it now, yeah. I'd probably like cringe, like just internally. Yeah. I'm sure it's so awful, but I was, I was a hundred percent there that. for it. <laughs> me too <laughs> oh mel b i love her yeah she's a good yeah one. i do too she is a good one yeah well to close things out i do have some bad news that i'm not sure that you want to hear courtney <sighs> kardashian confirmed her relationship with travis barker on oh Instagram. my god i thought somebody <laughs> died jesus christ <laughs> nobody just your heart <laughs> yeah well i'm over him now i have oh. moved on i've moved on you know what we're both here all day every day for mod sun and avril because we yes. will we willed it into existence via our tiny little podcast Jen called it. <laughs> i did nothing jen called it it's all her uh can i make my next prediction publicly Go ahead. Yes. So yes. I was on YouTube yesterday. She confirmed it. Oh my God. I'm sorry. It's just now hitting me. She posted a picture <gasps> of them holding hands in the car. Sigh. I saw it this morning and I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so he's Voldemort for a while. We just don't talk about him for a while. He who shall not be named. Okay, what did you see on YouTube? <laughs> okay, so I was looking for something to watch on YouTube, and I saw that um, there was some video. I think it was behind the scenes of Paris Hilton's newest music video. And the name of the music video gave, I don't know, it immediately popped into my head. I was like, she's pregnant. It's called Heartbeat. And you know, she's been like with this dude for a while. That's like, apparently yeah. she doesn't have a lot of men that stick in her life. And she's like hundred percent into this guy. So I started Googling about her. Cause I was like, mm, I think she might be pregnant. That seems like a clue. She's yeah. all about clues. And then I looked it up and yeah. sure enough, she she's going through IVF with him <gasps> and she's trying to have twins. And I think mark my words, I think that it may have happened for it her. Does. She does look pregnant, right? Yes. So I hope she is because good for her wow. too. It's another person that I really underestimated yeah. as a young person who's actually a very outside of the, the persona that she puts on. Yeah. Is a very genuine human being on the inside. Yeah. So I hope that I agree. I hope that happens for her. Me too. But me too. 
Well, that's a better note to end on. Just Sorry. saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hear you. I had to tell you though. And I wanted, I wanted to get your like, your true reaction. reaction, like recorded your true reaction, not like, yeah. oh, I told you this already. And we're going to talk about it again so that we see your, your polished reaction. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hadn't heard. Uh, uh, well, now, you know, I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. I don't care. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> no i wish them well you know who the fuck do i care it's just sad okay. <laughs> you think you know a person god that's true uh, anyway well stay warm huh i'll try hopefully we don't get a bunch more snow or i'll just never leave my house again there's pros and cons to that. <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's true, right? I mean, shit. Well, you'll be here in a few weeks, so it can't snow that long. I know. I'm so excited. Although it feels like this month is dragging by. It really does. You know, it kind of fucks with me to play Animal Crossing because I'm always time warping and <laughs> I'm like been time warping the whole fucking month of February. <laughs> and so like, I literally think it's like the beginning of March right now, just because Damn. it's like, what really it's the 17th? No way. In fucking Animal Crossing, it's February 28th. So what's going on here? Come on now. Did know. you, did you do the festival event? I did. Yeah. I logged in and did it. Got all the cool. things. Got the feathers, did the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, I knew. Yeah. I was a little. Yeah. <laughs> the I events are always tedious. It's always just like run around and collect shit and bring it back to me and then run around and collect more shit. Bring it back to me. It's like, yeah. Okay. Well, my dumbass, you gave me the idea a little while ago about you know going and playing halloween of the halloween event yeah so i decided to i went the first time i went i went on like october 29th and i had no candy and they're like well somebody came up to me and was like i hope that you have a lot of candy for me and i'm like oh fuck so i better get ready for this <laughs> event and then i find out that i can only buy one, one. i forgot about so, that <laughs> i my ass started on october the first and I start collecting fucking candy. Well, I'm on like October the 15th. So in between times of playing today and playing or, you know, my today in Animal Crossing and then play, you know, whatever day I'm in in October. I don't know where the fuck I am in time and space. <laughs> oh, God. I just love that like adults love that game so much. Like we just crack out on it. I really, if I can choose my next simulation, it needs to be Animal Crossing. Please. Right. I want to invite cute little animal villagers to come live in my town. And I want to be the only legit human right? on that fucking island. Everybody else <laughs> is go. a one of these people, one, one of these little Animal Crossing characters. Yes. You know, I could do without Isabel because <laughs> that bitch, she sits at her desk 
And half the time I walk in there, this bitch is snoring with like snot dripping out of her nose. And then she yeah. wants to talk about how she keeps the island all like, you know, she's she's the one that's keeping the island. Going. I do that. Bitch, I left for two weeks and I came back and there were weeds everywhere. What the fuck have you yeah. been doing? I do Other that. than sitting at your the desk. island. Yeah. yeah. And nobody's paying me. What's up, Tom? You owe me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have paid you thousands almost a million dollars it just to upgrade my fucking house and i'm about to pay you another fucking <laughs> fifty thousand just to move it right? <laughs> and then at christmas isabel was all like oh i decorated trees you walk around you're like bitch you didn't decorate all the trees floppy susan come on <laughs> you are a lazy assistant okay well, but i kind of liked where in the fall you could shake the trees and get acorns and pine cones mm -hmm. i don't have a diy to make anything with my acorns and my pine cones but i got a collection and whenever i get one i'm making something well it'll happen it happens seasonally so a lot of the diys i got for that were in balloon presents you shoot those down oh, right oh yeah I okay do. good yes. i meant to ask you that but, like a long time ago probably not in october because i'm not sticking around for that long you know um, chilling on the island i'm you know what i mean mm -hmm. i should probably do that yeah but and, i do collect the shells so and usually there's a diy recipe along the yeah shore. there's one a day so, in a bottle mm -hmm. do you play with your sound on yes okay because you can hear the yeah. balloons like the music will get quieter and then you'll hear the whoosh. Follow us on Instagram at earthlingsunsupervised.podcast. Get lifted with us wherever you get your podcasts.